0: About entertainment sports music and inspirational stories for all to enjoy we're glad that you could join us today please sit back relax and enjoy the show now here is your host albert pineda
1: welcome everybody to the casting for fun podcast i am your host albert pineda and this is going to be a special uh, edition of the casting for fun podcast this episode is going to be released on thursday june 23rd uh, a little break from the norm on what i usually do uh, which is releasing episodes every single tuesday i'm still going to be keeping the tuesday schedule but this is just going to be an additional episode because there was some recent breaking news that happened last week on june the 14th that i'm really really excited about Uh, this is the the recently announced uh, partnership between major league soccer and apple to broadcast their games on Apple TV Plus starting next year in uh, 2023. I was super excited when I heard the news. I was just ecstatic. Uh, I was glued to the internet, just gathering any information I could because I absolutely love soccer. I especially love the LA Galaxy. So to have the opportunity to, to stream games, Um, wherever I want is really cool and enticing and exciting for me, but I have to remember that technically it doesn't necessarily mean I can do it wherever I want, because uh, as of right now, I am an Android user (laughs) and, uh, through my Android tablet and my, my, my smartphone, which is the, the galaxy flip three, uh, I'm not able to access Apple TV or what I've discovered is technically I, I can't, uh, download the app. What I could do is actually uh, look up the website mobily and stream Google TV Plus, but you could get Google TV Plus basic. Google, I apologize. Apple TV Plus. (laughs) Sorry, Apple TV Plus. I can't get it. Um, I mean, you can get it in so many different ways, like on smart TVs, on streaming devices like a, a Roku or Amazon Fire Stick. Then, of course, there is the Apple TV itself, which you obviously could get. So it got me thinking that. You know what, to talk about this news would be really exciting, but to also talk about uh, really cool stuff, like tech stuff, would be a really cool subject to co- cover on the Casting for Fun podcast, since I haven't really touched on it yet. Uh, so it's kind of a little surprising because I love tech stuff. Uh, by no means am I the expert. I have lots of family members and friends who are really good and really knowledgeable, so it would be great to, to get them on the show to talk about tech And tech's always improving and advancing. So you can never run out of stuff to talk about when it comes to tech. But for this episode, I'm going to try and do something really cool. It's just going to be me talking. But what I've done is I've actually gotten pre recorded comments from friends who had been on the the podcast previously to talk about uh, their take on Apple products, the the merger. I'm sorry, not the merger, the, the deal the partnership deal for streaming with Apple and Major League Soccer and other things like that, which I think will be really informative and fun. So you'll be hearing from later from my good friends, uh, Ryan Stephanie Ferrante, Marcelo Ambriz, and Eddie Ramirez, all of which have appeared previously on the podcast. So I'm excited for that. Um, But also just on the the subject of content creating, which I'm going to get into a little bit later, I wanted to take this moment to actually acknowledge some really cool content users who have helped put on the podcast which i think is really fun uh i mean most of the all the editing i do by myself but if you've noticed i've gotten to use really cool theme songs so i wanted to give a shout out to upbeat.com which is a website where you can download uh, royalty-free music there is a service fee that you would need to pay but uh, aspiring musicians can actually record music put it on the website and have it available for using for product, for uh, content creators. Like if you're making a YouTube channel or a podcast like I do. So upbeat.com is a really cool site. Uh, Fiverr is also a really cool site as well because you have content creators who are actually offering their services. And I've used that to actually hire um, voice actors to do voice intros for me. So, you know, if you've noticed, if you've noticed from like episode 12 on, that was the episode that I, I interviewed Mike and Lisa Kid. Uh, I've been using a voice intro actor or actress to introduce the show, which was really cool. So I just paid them a, a minimal fee, like five bucks, and they recorded uh, a voice intro for me so I can insert it into every single episode. So I think it makes my podcast sound a little more polished, a little more professional, which I really enjoy. And I hope those who are listening to the show really enjoy it too. So big shout out to content creators. It's really fun, hobby to get into. And yeah, it's, it's actually really exciting. So Uh, Yeah, give those sites sites a a look if you're interested, Uh, Fiverr and uh, um, Upbeat.com, okay? So I'm going to be talking about, again, the, the deal between Major League Soccer and Apple. Plus, I'm going to also be talking about Apple products and inserting these uh, uh, audio clips that I've gotten from my friends. Uh, So I'm going to take just a little break and I'll be back very soon to continue on this conversation for this week's episode of the Casting for Fun Podcast. Okay welcome back to the Catholic for Fun podcast. So first let's talk about this deal. I mean this is really exciting news for me that Major League Soccer and Apple would make a partnership. Uh, Before we get to that though we need to discuss the history of uh, sports teams making deals with uh, networks in order to broadcast their games because for sports to be successful you have to have the TV deals you have to show your product on TV. Uh, Being a spectator that would be amazing and awesome but Excuse me. Um, for sports to be successful, yes, you had to have the TV, uh, had to have your games on TV for in order for fans to watch it, so they can continue to invest money into your team, that team into the league, which makes the team grow and makes the business financially successful, and the fans get the product they want. So it's a, a win win for everybody, basically. But for the longest time, you know, teams had uh, deals with local networks or even like national networks to have their games on on television and the la teams which are like my favorite teams you know dodgers and lakers that's been no exception but things change for the better or for the worse depending on your point of view in 2012 when uh time warner launched the time warner cable sports uh network later renamed spectrum and they struck a deal exclusively with the lakers to have all their game all their games broadcast there with a few exceptions that like you know espn and would we get a, and tnt whoever it is would get uh national games nationally televised games here and there but uh it was good in the sense that spectrum was offering uh the the lakers and the galaxy who signed a contract with them uh additional content like the backstage segments which were really cool to get really in-depth analysis of the team and get to see him in a really cool light that you don't always get to see but the bad news was obviously that as a business uh time warner didn't want to have to share their uh uh broadcasting rights of the lakers and the galaxy with other networks so it became kind of a hassle if you're a fan you had to have time warner cable slash spectrum otherwise you couldn't watch uh, the games and that was really frustrating for a lot of people uh some people could have been really angry and upset and didn't want to have to switch some people maybe did it begrudgingly i kind of (laughs) did so it can be um not so much a good thing to make it exclusive where you can only go to one place in order to get the product you want. So I can understand that perspective for fans being upset because again, I was one of those fans. Um, but it was interesting to note with the deal. Uh, the galaxy had signed a 10 year deal with Spectrum in order to have them on the channel, whereas the Lakers and in later the Dodgers and the Dodger fiasco was way worse than, the, than what happened with the Lakers. Um, but the galaxy had just done a time, signed a time 10 year deal, which is now expired. So the Galaxy are free to do what they want as far as the streaming content. Oh, sorry, for the broadcasting content goes for their games, which brings up an interesting point. So there's a Galaxy podcast that I like to listen to called The Corner of the Galaxy. The host of that show, uh, Josh Gessman, had been discussing this last year that – There were tentative talks that the league had been planning to do like a a streaming uh, deal where all the teams could actually be on one network and there'd be no blockouts. So you can watch any game from any team anytime you want, which is a really cool concept in itself. And they had to kind of wait for uh, all the teams who had um, uh, broadcasting deals in place with other uh, companies to expire in order for this to work. So again, the galaxies just happened to expire last year. So it worked out pretty good timing-wise for them. But uh, yeah, so there had been talks that a deal like this was going to be made. And finally, it got done, which was really cool and really exciting. So the deal is that um, Major League Soccer will be teaming up with Apple uh, to broadcast their games uh, starting in 2023 for every single team. No blockouts. I know that has been kind of a problem where uh, if you're in that market, uh, you're not able to get the game for certain s- services. Like for instance, ESPN plus we're showing MLS games, but if you were, you lived in the LA area, you couldn't get the LA galaxy games because you'd have to go to the, the network that had the contract spectrum in order to watch LA galaxy games that weren't nationally televised. Whereas say some, my family who lives in Arizona, if they had ESPN plus living outside the LA area, they could get a LA galaxy game on ESPN plus. So To not have to deal with blackouts was a really cool idea, or I mean, very enticing idea uh, for fans to want to participate in that uh, service in order to get the content that you want for the watch to be able to watch the teams that you want to watch. And especially your local team, which is obviously going to be the team that you're rooting for. So what I want to do now is actually read an article from The Verge. This is going to be probably explaining it a little better than I can. Uh, as far as like what the deal consists of. So again, when this deal happened back in or when it was announced back in uh, the 14th, so just last week, I was just scouring the Internet, wanted to get any information I can. So here we go. This is from TheVerge.com. Apple will offer streams of every Major League Soccer MLS match from early 2023 through 2020, 2032 in the Apple TV app. The two organizations announcing a major deal revealed Tuesday. While some games may still air on linear TV networks like ESPN and Fox, this gives Apple the global exclusive on an NFL Sunday ticket style offering for the league. To watch matches, fans will be able to subscribe to a new, currently unnamed MLS streaming service that will be available exclusively through the Apple TV app, according to Apple's press release. A broad selection of MLS and League Cup matches will be available to Apple TV Plus subscribers, with a limited number of matches available for free. If you're a full season ticket holder, you'll get access to the new streaming service as well. Unlike many sports streaming deals, there will be no blockouts or restrictions, which I mentioned before. That was really um, a big, uh, really important thing to note for this deal. So a couple of things here that I wanted to go over really quick. Uh, It looks like for uh, this deal you have to have the Apple TV subscription service, which uh, runs at the price of uh, $4.99 per month, but it looks like you have to have an additional service that you would pay. So it's kind of similar to what the, the UFC, the Ultimate Fighting Championship does with ESPN+. So you pay the ESPN+, monthly fee to get UFC content, but to get the access to their pay-per-views, you have to pay like a, a certain amount. I forget, like, I don't know, like 60 or 70 bucks, which is still kind of expensive. Uh, but it looks like for the MLS deal, you will get certain games for free. Well, not, not, not for free. Cause you're paying for the Apple service, but when you're paying for the Apple TV plus service, you get certain MLS games for free, but to get everything, you'll have to pay an unnamed price. So that's the million dollar question for this thing to be really successful. Uh, how much are, are they going to actually ask us to pay me personally, as a fan, I think I'd be willing to pay between, I don't know, 10, $15 extra a month to get everything MLS. Uh, but we'll have to wait and see what what they announce what the price will be and how much because that could be a huge deal maker or breaker <laughs> for for people to want to sign up. Uh, and then of course it's an interesting uh, point that they mentioned here that season ticket holders, full season ticket holders, will be able to get the the streaming service for free. Uh, and I used to be a full season ticket holder for the Galaxy, but now for, at my older age with kids, uh, wife, and family, it's just too hard to make it every weekend to the uh dignity health sports parks i was trying to think what the stadium is called now (laughs) so uh what's going on with the article apple and mls haven't detailed when you can sign up for the service or how much it will cost but say that information will be announced in the next coming months apple is paying a minimum of uh, 250 million per year to the mls for the game starting in 2023 the MLS partnership is a massive step up from Apple's relatively ver- small offering of Major League Baseball games on Fridays and seems to indicate that live sports could be a priority for its future sp- service plans. Apple is rumored to be vying for the actual NFL Sunday ticket at the time. At the same time rumors have linked Netflix to a bid for the rights on Formula One. Other streamers with live sports deals uh, beyond Disney, ESPN Plus include uh, Amazon and the NFL, HBO Max with the NHL, and Soccer and Peacock's various soccer offerings. Excuse me. Okay, so there we go. Yeah, this is really exciting news. Uh, Depending on how much it's going to cost for that extra amount, it would be cool if there was no additional amount and we can just get MLS games at the same price of $4.99 per month for Apple TV. But it looks like we'll have to be paying a little bit more. How much more? We'll have to just wait and see. But uh, that being said, I think this is an amazing deal. I think this is going to be really awesome, really great. That, as I mentioned at the top of the show, it does uh, put me in a little bit of a bind. So what am I going to do? I mean, should I get an iPad? Should I get an iPhone? I've been an Android user since I've been using smartphones. So it would be, seem kind of strange to switch now. But, but that being said, I did initially learn how to navigate uh, a smart device, smart devices using the iPod Touch, if you remember that. I mean, iPods have since been discontinued now, so you can't even buy an iPod. But uh, the iPod Touch, which was very, very basically identical to the iPhone, with the exception that it wasn't a phone, was how I actually learned how to navigate. And then my very first smartphone after that was the HTC Evo. And from there, I just bought an, uh, Samsung phones, usually Galaxy. Uh, and currently, I'm using the Galaxy Flip 3, which I absolutely love. I love how compact and small it is. And just it's, it's a great, awesome phone. So uh, that leaves me with the dilemma: should I should I invest in an iPhone, iPad? I'm wondering for my listeners who are listening, do you do you prefer one or the other, uh, Apple versus Android? Uh, so I wanted to weigh in and get some opinions on my friends who I think would be very knowledgeable on the subject of Apple products. So I'm going to take another quick break, and we'll be back with some content, um, some feedback from friends who know Apple really well and what they think about this deal and what they think about Apple products. Welcome back to the show. So for this segment, what I want to do is share some of the feedback and audio clips that I've gotten from friends talking about Apple products and the MLS Apple deal, what they think about it. And these friends who I'm going to be talking to are huge Apple fans, most of them. So the Ferrantes are, Marcelo is. Uh, Eddie, not so much, but again, he had some really cool, insightful things to share. So first, we're going to dive into what uh, Stephanie and Ryan Ferrante had to say. And both of them are huge Apple fans, and they go into a lot of specific details as to uh, how cool their products are and what could be advantageous for me personally if I were to decide to switch and start using uh, Apple products exclusively. Okay, so here we go. This is, con- uh, this is uh, comments from Ryan and Stephanie Ferrante.
2: Hey Albert, um, so we wanted to discuss a little bit of Apple products with you, um, see if we can get you to come over to to Apple, that'd be kind of cool. <laughs> um, but first of all, we wanted to start off with sharing the types of devices that we have and just our experience with it. Um, I've had an iPhone probably since 2008, I think, um, and it was one of the first ones, I think, and I've loved, I think I've had an iPhone ever since. Um, we also have, uh, we've had a couple of MacBooks, um, iPads, um, Apple Pencil, the um, Apple, of course, Apple TV. We've had an Apple TV. Um, what else do we have? We even have the Apple credit card, which we love and use, I think is our primary credit card right now.
3: Uh, air tags as well. Oh, Apple air tags.
2: That's right. The air tags are really, really cool, too um and what else do we have that's apple i think that's oh airpods we have our airpods watches. our apple watches so we pretty much have oh we have an imac too like the desktop
3: we pretty much have almost i think almost every, every apple, apple device. product a there little is bit embarrassing.
2: Yeah. um but we do have everything that you know works in our home kind of work we work off of the um apple products um but anyways just to give you an overview of what we have or the experience we have we've been using i grew up actually in school they taught us how to use computers using macs from you know kindergarten to 12th grade um so i that was my what i felt comfortable with (laughs) using um the majority of my my school years so um yeah
3: yeah and i think for me one of the things that i really like about Apple is the the software that comes standard on, um, for example, like MacBooks and iMacs. There's very basic software like GarageBand and iMovie. So GarageBand to do any editing on audio files, you can also record. And I've done a lot of that over the years. And as well, iMovie, um, it's a very easy to learn and uh, access to create um, different movies and edit them. So I really like that because it comes standard. And so basically, if you buy an iMac or uh, a MacBook, those programs are there and you can use them and learn from them pretty quickly. So I really like that. And of course, you can upgrade to um, like instead of iMovie, you can get Final Cut Pro and there's other uh, more advanced um applications, but just from the start, just what they, what's there is, is pretty, pretty good. So I like that.
2: Yeah. And, um, even like on the iPhone, I think there's so many apps that you can use. You can even use GarageBand on your iPhone, your iPad or anything like that. You can uh, mesh clips together on your phone. Also, you can make iMovie movies on your phone Um, So I think that's also what I like, that you can sync it so that whatever you save on, for example, on your cloud or whatever, um, on your computer, it'll show up on your phone if you want it to. So my files on my phone will show up on my computer, which automatically, which that's really fun and helpful. Um, And what else do I like about it? Um, Oh, and when I was in school, I actually really enjoyed the Apple Pencil. That was really really cool to to use for just for taking notes and everything and the applications were nice um and what else do well
3: i I would just kind of quickly go through with some of the pros Uh, what are some of the pros and cons with apple devices Um, well first of all like how steph mentioned it syncs well with other apple devices um it's fairly easy to use, um, which is what I really like with all pretty much all Apple products, um, especially with iPhone, like group messaging. Um, be the blue bubble. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so it's, you know, messaging is really quick and you can share um, fairly easy or with you others can
2: react to messages. You can react
3: to messages mm-hmm. or if you have like Apple Cash, you can send money through text. Um, which is very nice, so it's very easy to do messaging, interactive messaging. Um, You can also create like shared uh, photo albums, so that's really nice, so you can take pictures, create an album, and just share them with other Apple users. The iCloud access is really nice, so you can um, use it as an iCloud or a cloud storage. Uh, The keychain's nice, so it can save all your passwords and also um, especially with like uh, find my uh, app which is like find my iphone or you can track where all your devices are at you can also if you have air tags you can if you for example have an air tag and it's on your keys and you lost your keys you can chime them and you can find them so i really like that it's all in one so those are some of the pros
2: oh and even with air tags my sister um has air tags on her dogs and they're known for running away um for a little while now they don't do it so much but she has found them using the air tags so she just puts an air tag on their um collar and then she'll go on her phone when she notices they're gone and then she will locate them on the map so that's super cool for her um and then for cons i think the only con that we could think of was that it is pretty pricey devices are expensive um, and some features on the iPhone and stuff like that are very exclusive to Apple users, like, for example, I was, to compare, um, for example, with, you know, Hangouts, Google Hangouts, you can get that on an iPhone, you can get that on an Android, any device, pretty much, whereas with Apple, you can't get, you can't, you know, use uh, FaceTime on an Android, for example, so, their apps, some of their features and apps are very exclusive to Apple users. So I guess that's a con. And, um, yeah, I think that's what we can think of. And then also you just need to stay on top of updates. Yeah. Um, just to make sure
3: thing. that you do the the updates as they come out and to make sure your phone is updated. Um, sometimes you have to just double check that. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, I mean, it, it. I personally, we both love... Apple products. It, you know, we've been so used to using them over the years, and it's easy to use, so we really like it. Um, and we also really enjoy Apple uh, TV, TV Plus. Apple TV Plus. Um, there's a lot of great programs on there. Uh, shows. Um, there. Programs. <laughs> yeah, programs. Shows. Um, the originals. The yes, Apple like originals the originals. Cool. So like. There's a lot of great shows that they have on there. So um, they're coming out with good content. They're also, they do like, um, for example, like the Dodgers every once in a while, they'll do Friday Mm -hmm. night games. So you can just pull it up on your phone very easily or on the um, app or apps. Yeah. So it's really nice. Um, We really enjoy the shows that they have on there. Mm -hmm. And um, also the functionality of like you have, for example, Like for example, we have Discovery Plus. Mm -hmm. Um, You can go on there and actually see shows. It kind of links it up with Discovery Plus.
2: Yeah. So it like kind of like to give an example, if you search a movie or a show, if Apple TV doesn't have it, you can either rent it or buy it. Um, So it's it's kind of like a one place, like a one stop shop type of thing. So you can like if there's a movie they don't have they give you the option to rent it, which is kind of cool. And then um, on top of that, like if I searched for a show that I know is on TLC um, and I have a subscription to to Discovery Plus, it'll say like, hey, we don't have it, but Discovery Plus does. Click here to watch. And you just click it, and it'll just automatically open up for you on the app where it belongs, where where they do have it. So I do like that it's a one, like, one-stop shop type of thing. And you can rent and download. Oh, that's another thing. You can download episodes. Yeah. So when we travel, we um, like to download similar to Netflix. You can download the episodes or shows or whatever and watch them while you're traveling. So that's kind of cool.
3: Yeah. And just some of the shows that we like. Um, Ted Lasso. There, there's Ted Lasso's is great. Um, mm-hmm. trying, trying is, is really cool. good. Um, that's a really good show. Oh,
2: Acapulco.
3: Acapulco is good. That's uh, really... There's there's quite a few shows that we really like from uh, Apple TV+. Plus, and they keep coming out with good content, so we really enjoy it.
2: And they're pretty quick, it feels like. Um, just, you know, with, with networks, sometimes they take, like, years to put out a new show or whatever. I feel like with Apple TV, they're pretty consistent on, like, every year you get a new a new season of whatever you're watching. So I do like that. Um, But yeah, I think that's, those are the pros and cons that we could think of. Um,
3: So we highly suggest if anybody's thinking about getting an Apple product, I would say do it. So Albert, (laughs) if you're considering getting into the Apple uh, side of things, I highly encourage you to do so
2: yeah for sure and i think when even when it comes to like if you for example with podcasting like right now we're recording this on my phone through a voice memo and i'm gonna just email it to you when we're done so it's kind of cool i think it should be good quality but um it's really easy to use um and there's just a lot of cool features so come on over we will welcome you with open arms (laughs) And um, anything else you want to say?
3: No, that's about it. I think uh, you'll really enjoy it if you do come over. I know um, that everybody that has come over to the Apple side, (laughs) uh, I haven't known anybody yet that said they've regretted it.
2: That's true. Um, So, yeah, I hope this was helpful, and um, let us know if you have any more questions.
1: So there we go. That was uh, Ryan and Stephanie, and uh, they had some really cool things to share. Uh, I like what Ryan had talked about when he mentioned uh, GarageBand and iMovie for software programs that uh, I could potentially be interested in, particularly being a content creator now. Uh, I found that when I started recording the podcast, uh, a lot of the software that I was using for editing, like I use a program called Audacity, which Ryan recommended I use, I can use it on my Dell desktop computer, but I cannot, cannot use it on my Chromebook or on my uh, Galaxy Flip free phone. It, it's just not compatible. It doesn't work. So uh, to do editing and recording on the go, it was really difficult and hard. Uh, basically, I had to just do it on my desktop. Uh, so being able to use those programs, like Ryan suggested, the GarageBand and iMovie would be really cool, uh, especially if I'm going to continue on this hobby with being a content creator. In fact, it kind of seems to me that if you are a content creator, you might be better suited using Apple products. Um, that'd be, that'd be a, a question up for debate. So I guess for my tech friends who have an opinion on that, what do you think as far as being a content creator? Is it better to use Apple versus uh, android or pc um and then some of the things that stephanie had talked about the AirBuds, that'd be a pretty cool thing to have um yeah so I, I like that i like what they said and it kind of seems to me that you don't really have to lean one way or the other i think sometimes you get fanboys slash girls from eat both sides who just kind of want to like uh, angrily argue that their their thing is better, <laughs> but the reality is you could just probably just pick which ones which aspects of the co- two companies you like and then use that, which is I think what the sensible thing would be to do. okay, so let me switch up into comments from my buddy Marcelo. This is what Marcelo had to say on the subject.
4: Yo, yo, yo. this is Marcelo, and I just heard the news that Apple and the MLS are teaming up to stream all the MLS games on Apple TV. And, um, you know, I'm an Apple enthusiast, and there's no hiding that. I have been using their products now for the last 20 years. And um, if I'm being honest with you, I think Apple TV is one of the better deals that you get because you get a lot of, like, really good content. And I think you pay $6 a month and so uh you know, for people who have the uh an Apple T V already, um, it's just an added bonus. But when I think about other people who might be at a disadvantage who don't have you know a smart T V or don't have great internet, um I think they're gonna end up being uh at a disadvantage uh through all this because, you know, some some areas just don't have the best streaming quality to the best internet connection so I think you're going to lose a big part of of their fandom uh, simply because you know the assumption is that they all have internet and they all like you know have smart TV so that they can stream I know that there is probably like a small subset of fans that are in this boat but You know, when you're, when you have like cable TV, you have all these channels and you're able to watch games because it's part of your TV package. But now, now that everyone is like piecemealing their, you know, their TV experience, like buying, you know, CBS Sports or Paramount or, you know, ESPN, ESPN Plus, it's sort of unfortunate that you know, it's actually becoming more expensive. And I guess I'm getting off the, you know, off topic here a little bit, but ultimately I think it's going to be great for people who already have access to great internet. But, uh, I think you're going to sort of alienate a few of those fans that, you, you know, just don't have the ability to have, who just don't have, like, great internet or don't have a smart TV. And I've been talking for way too long. But I will finish with this so I can end at at the three-minute mark. Um, You know, it's good. I can't blame them, uh, Apple, for trying to get into that market. But they also have to think about who the soccer fan is or who the football fan is and whether or not they'll be able to uh, afford it. And hopefully um, they do and they don't miss a beat. But you know, at the same time, you just want to be able to give access to this growing sport to everyone without any barriers, so that it will grow, and that maybe one time, I mean, you know, sometime in the near future, the U.S. will have a great, uh, a better U.S. national team, and uh, you know, maybe contend for the World Cup and be world champions. Pipe dream, I know, but still. Hopefully, I didn't r- ramble off. Too much ramble on too much anyway uh peace and love mate
1: so marcelo brought up some really excellent points about uh the disadvantage of not having a smart tv or good internet in order to uh w- watch the the product so if you were going to be using or switching to, to apple tv plus i mean it could hinder your ability to to watch it properly Versus you know traditional cable, but again I I cut the cable cord like years ago and I haven't looked back so I'm very very happy with my decision in that regard. Uh, And then Marcelo brings up a good point about knowing who your audience is. Like Major League Soccer, hey, do you understand if you have enough people that are going to want to sign up for Apple TV or are already is a good number of your fan base already signed up to Apple TV? Um, My guess is uh, they are. Uh, Again, knowing your audience, I would imagine that a good portion of The soccer fan today is probably Gen Z, who you know, generation who grew up streaming. uh, Probably doesn't really know traditional cable at all. So, I think that the the majority of the audience probably is, or are, are, uh, streaming and are Apple users or you know, they use Apple, but they're willing to, uh, if if they don't use Apple devices, say like the iPhone or the iPad, they'll at least have the Apple TV app and they understand how to stream it to your TV, having a Roku, Fire Stick, uh, smart TV, things like that. So yeah, it's interesting what the points Marcelo brought up. Uh, That's what I would say. Yeah. Okay. Last, let's jump into what Eddie had to say on the whole subject.
0: Hey, Albert, I appreciate the invite for this one. Um, So, yeah, I just want to chime in on uh, my thoughts regarding the MLS uh, Apple TV uh, juncture that they're about to do. So, yeah, I I think it's exciting for the game of uh, American soccer. I, I mean, at this point, you know, the game has been growing over the last 20 years. And, you know, we're at the point where it's finally starting to affect, like, the youth and culture of so many local cities that now it's about just continuation the next step of exposure um you know like mls has always had different tv contracts so just getting out there to the audience especially to the suburb demographic which is like the huge huge output of interest because that's where a lot of youth teams are like um, a lot of club teams um, from early age into uh, teenage years i mean these are all in the suburbs so the interest is always there and now with the league growing especially to the point where you know You can make a full-on careers with just playing soccer versus before in the 90s I mean there was so many soccer teams with players where they would have a side job um, outside of professional soccer, so it where the league is at, at now and uh, where Apple TV in terms of streaming is I mean this just adds a whole new Uh, sports endeavor to the streaming wars pretty much because now you have a whole american league that's continuing to grow every year with interest especially with the world cup coming up in a few years and uh, not skipping the one that's at the end of this year in qatar it's going to be great for the game Um, i think with so many companies now uh, purchasing channels and the streaming wars is getting to the point where you're going to have, it's going to be like the main apps. And I know, I know render's like, you know, over a dozen apps. But eventually, the companies that own the primary apps, the main ones, they're putting them together. And I, I feel Apple, especially with the company backing that they have in terms of finances, um, they're only going to continue to start, continue to purchase. So, MLS got in it early with Apple, which is great. It's going gonna, it's gonna to really gonna push the game forward. And it's going to get a lot more eyes on the sport, which means you know, in 10 years from now, by the end of this contract, which I believe is a 10 year contract, you're putting uh, MLS to a whole new generation of eyes if it hasn't already reached those eyes already. So those future kids that are gonna be in youth leagues, that's only gonna encourage the game. And um, obviously the World Cup in four years here in the United States, I mean, that's, all, that's gonna, it's, it's gonna be great, I think it's gonna be great and I'm sure um, that only helps the game even more. You know, outside of um, the MLS uh, contract that they just have with uh, Apple, Apple itself has been growing a whole ton. Um, I'll admit, I am an Android guy, and I haven't been a PC. You know, I, I build custom rigs, or I've bought custom rigs before, so I'm not really invested in terms of my attention inter- in um, in Apple products. That being said, you have to respect the innovations that they have done. And what it forces other companies, like Android companies, to do on their end to keep pushing the button, right? Apple has a whole set of TV shows. A lot of them are critically acclaimed. Um, and because, you know, it's related to soccer, Ted Lasso is an awesome show. Um, I, I think it's one of those shows where, you know, it faces the challenges of, of, of what what a personality can be like the the person that's really nice but has that tries to live everyday happy but yet too much of that is not so good you start suppressing a lot of your own emotions and you see the challenges that ted lasso goes through with the whole cast you have different characters hitting different um characteristic notes which is that i mean it's it, from top to bottom from the writing to the acting the, the cast has been incredible with the staff and they've produce a really great show so you know th- that's one of the gems that Apple TV does have um, you know from a subjective point of view I know all all movie and TV is like art it's all subjective right so it's one of those that I feel that if people watch it ah, man you get something really great out of it and um, Ted Lasso uh, you know it it's nice to finally see like a soccer show that doesn't seem so cliche you know uh, there's been so many that you can, honestly, you can even go online and see some. They're they're very cringeworthy, where it's like they do the soccer game. It, it already looks fake, it feels fake and staged, so you never really buy into the, the, you know, the the environment of a of a of a soccer camp, you know, or a soccer game. Uh, you know, while they're playing and. You know the the trials and tribulations of those players that the actors act out as in other shows that have come before telessa so it's it's pretty cringy right because there's never been like production at a higher level uh money invested in a higher level to pay for higher skilled writers writers with experience to really craft a a show and story a whole story arc or side arcs you know for other side characters that, that weave in and out of the the show so Ted lasso's been that and it's been great because you know as a you know i've grown up playing soccer since i can remember since like three four years old and it's beautiful you know and it's, so it's like perfect timing because the world cup announcements ted lasso kind of just like being that that gem from COVID time into now and it's and then with MLS being what it is now with with apple it's a great time to if you haven't seen ted lasso it's to catch up on that. It's one of Apple TV's biggest gems. Um, I'm sure there's other shows, but that one caught me. And um, and uh, I, I really feel like the third season is going to be <laughs> really good. Uh, there's, there's characters on there, like uh, one named Nathan. Gosh, he's like the Joffrey of soccer, where it's like, man, I never wanted a person to just have a negative outcome more than this guy. Uh, I don't want to spoil it for those who haven't seen it, but basically, in short, um, he kind of plays the the antagonist a little bit, um, but, you know, he doesn't come from then. I think the, the, the best antagonists of a movie or show always come from a good beginning, right? You know, why did they turn? And the turn that is explained and justified in their actions, oh, man, it's crazy. So I, I, I would say that's a really good one, a uh, really good show to watch. Uh, and i'm really happy it's soccer related because you know longtime fan i know you albert are are huge into soccer and you know like that's where that's kind of been like most of our backgrounds uh, you know so it's 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 gonna be a really it's been really good
1: okay so eddie brought up some good points too uh, I think he's been, you know, really sensible in the fact that yes, he is an Android guy, but that he recognizes the, the advancements that Apple's done and that he appreciates it and enjoys it. And he enjoys Apple TV Plus, just like Stephanie and Ryan had mentioned that they enjoyed it quite a bit and as Marcello did too. So it's kind of cool that yes, it's a cool streaming service where there I mean there's so many streaming services out there that if there's a hook that you know you'll subscribe and you'll want to watch it, like you know, Netflix has so many uh disney plus has a ton obviously with the marvel and star wars shows and then uh peacock paramount hbo max all those streaming services that you could uh subscribe to have their hook to want to entice people to want to sign up for them i think this will be enticing for uh users such as myself in fact actually just this past weekend i went ahead and pulled the trigger and signed up for apple tv plus (laughs) because i do have the the week free trial and I'm planning to stick around because I've heard nothing but good things. Everyone who I've talked to seems to really enjoy the service. Uh, it seems like Eddie does as well. And the Ferrantes and Ryan, uh, the Ferrantes and Marcelo. Mm-hmm. So I think it's a good good decision. I think it's a good way moving forward, uh, signing up for the service and then getting really, really excited for when Major League Soccer officially kicks off their, their deal with Apple uh, next year for the 2023 season. So now at least the question, would I consider getting an iPhone or iPad at this time? Probably not, but I'd be willing to hear more people what they have to say. Or if I do, it probably would just be the iPad and still keep using the Android phone, which I'm more comfortable with. But I mean, you could just get an iPad just for uh, enjoying content and being able to have the best of both worlds, I guess which I think seems to be the sensible thing to do. But I am interested from my tech friends and people who do have an opinion. If you really think strongly, yes, you should go only with Apple or yes, you should only go with Android. Why would you uh, uh, pick one over the other, basically, is what I'd like to uh, ask for the listeners. Cool. So as I mentioned, I mean, I'm not the super uh, tech expert, but I enjoy. Do- talking about it and i do enjoy hearing what other people have to say especially those who are more knowledgeable than me so i'm definitely planning to do another tech episode uh talking about cool things because i mean tech's really cool there's so much to talk about when it comes to that and again i'm really really excited for major league soccer to return i'm really excited to catch the la galaxy i do hope that uh with apple i mean they produce some really cool documentaries so it would be cool if they were able to do that for teams to do something like uh, spectrum had done with the backstage lakers backstage galaxy i'd love to see content like that on apple tv plus for the la galaxy and for other teams throughout the league too i think that'd be really fun uh great well thank you so much for listening to this special tech episode of the casting for fun podcast and uh new episodes coming every tuesday for sure i'm not going to deviate from that but if something comes up Uh, exciting news that I really wanted to share and talk about, like this deal between MLS and Apple, I'll definitely do an additional episode just so I can talk about it. And I like this idea of actually getting pre-recorded comments from friends and being able to insert it into the podcast. I think it makes it pretty interesting and fun. And I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Okay. Thanks everyone. You've been listening to the Casting for Fun podcast.